Thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Before we dive in, just my usual disclaimer that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual, professional, medical, or mental health advice. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host, Kara Corinne I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm a published author. I'm an online course creator and now a podcaster. You can find me on Instagram at Kara's Kitchen and Kara is with a C. And welcome back. If you are a returning listener and welcome. Hello. If you're a newbie, I'm so grateful to have you all here listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, As you guys know, I recently got back from a trip in Peru. It was this amazing, incredibly life-altering trip. I went with several girlfriends of mine and it was so fun and Peru is beautiful and um, I'm happy to be home but I'm also having a little bit of this like sacredness withdrawal because it was a very spiritual experience and a lot of my girlfriends are very spiritual and I'm actually starting to like awaken to my spirituality and slowly coming out of the spiritual closet for you know a lack of a better word but I think that's a pretty good way of describing it and um actually right before reporting recording this podcast I had a session with this woman named Jamie who I actually met while in Peru and she is an intuitive channeler and it's not really like she's not really a psychic um it's more about like giving you guidance and it's all like intuition and it's all coming from like her spirituality and her you know spiritual guides what have you and she really like helps you with like clarity or if there's this area of like confusion or darkness in your in your life or you're looking for some guidance or like to be connected more to your life purpose or purpose or to see if you're on the right path or whatever if any of that like kind of resonates with you uh she is phenomenal at channeling all of that like I've had two readings with her and the stuff that she said has blown my mind and she can work with your past your present and your future she can even talk with people who have already passed on uh onto the other side and she was able to pinpoint some stuff about my past that like were so accurate and I had never met her or talked to her about these things I was pretty blown away uh I wasn't necessarily a believer before going into this but then after having sessions with her I'm like oh yeah girl I'm a believer um, and I just got off of one with her and it was really great and I'm feeling really good and I was like you know what I'm gonna ride this wave and I'm gonna record a podcast and I'm gonna speak to you from the heart today kind of similar to how I spoke to you in episode five if you've listened to that podcast then you kind of know what I'm talking about here of like speaking my truth and really trusting the words that come out of my mouth and there's something that I've been thinking a lot about recently and I want to um share it with you and I felt like this was the right time uh I don't have any coaching calls this afternoon I had a couple this morning so I just can come and chat to you and really really feel not rushed and that I can just like say what needs to be said um if you are interested in learning about Jamie I will link her stuff in the show notes uh she's incredible totally totally recommend uh hitting her up if if you're looking for some clarity Um, okay, moving on 
Today's podcast is called Diet is a Dirty Four-Letter Word. And if you know me, then you know that I, I like words, four-letter words. I swear a lot. Um, I've definitely received some criticism for my swearing, and I've definitely considered not swearing, but <clears throat> I want to be true to myself, and I want to empower other women to be true to themselves too, and it would be inauthentic of me to censor myself because I'm receiving criticism. Obviously, I never want to offend anybody. Like, that's never where my swearing comes from. I never want to make people uncomfortable. And I obviously don't want to make people not want to listen to me because I swear. But I also understand that I can't please everybody. And I'm not for everyone. And not everyone's going to like me. And I'm totally okay with that. Because if I tried to please everybody, I would please no one. And I'd get nowhere. And this just wouldn't work. So, I got to be true to myself. Um, I love you if you decide you don't want to listen to me because I swear I understand like you do you I'm gonna do me um so many of my favorite podcasters and health coaches and teachers um that I respect they all swear as well and so when I was considering censoring myself I was like nah like I don't like these people because they swear but I'm drawn to them for a reason and the fact that they are not like politically correct or tiptoeing around, I'm drawn to that. I obvious, there's obviously this part of me that's like kind of pulled to the fact that they're so, unapon- they're so unapologetic about themselves and I really want to be that way as well, you know? Um, yeah, so diet is a dirty four-letter word and it really has uh dieting has gotten a bad rap these days because we're starting to awaken as a people and realize that that shit doesn't work and I'm curious how many times have you heard someone say diets don't work I'm guessing it's probably a lot and it's likely that you've heard me say it on this podcast like countless times by now or on Instagram and and guess what you guys diets don't work I'm gonna keep saying it you're gonna keep hearing it and diet culture and those selling weight loss and basically anything that has the has a goal outcome of weight loss or a selling point of weight loss is a diet. I don't really care what you call it. You know, I'm thinking that we as a people have caught on to the fact that diets don't work. And so the people who are selling diets or selling weight loss know that. So they're not calling them diets. And statistically speaking, diets are truly a failure. The success rate, like the long-term success rates of diets, is actually so low that it's considered statistically irrelevant in like a clinical setting setting or from like a scientific research point of view. So companies and coaches and influencers and, and whoever is selling weight loss is substituting the word diet for things like lifestyles. Like maybe you guys are aware of how Weight Watchers rebranded themselves and how they're saying it's all about creating a healthy lifestyle. And there's like lots of other, I'm sure, well-intentioned professionals like registered dietitians, doctors, nutritionists, other coaches saying that diets and deprivation don't work. Just be healthy or eat healthy. And also hopefully, please God, let me lose some weight. And you will now see things like programs or lifestyle plan or guidelines or healthy living meal plan, clean eating, detox, cleanse, fast. These are all kind of words that are being used interchangeably with the word diet. And recently my girlfriend 
afforded me this email from this company. And I don't want to say them. I don't want to like put them on blast or anything. Um, she forwarded me this email because she knows my opinion and POV on all of this stuff. Uh, and the headline was, or the subject line was, heal subconscious blocks to weight loss. And I'm not going to lie, guys, I read it and my immediate reaction was like, I'd rather peel the skin off my face or like scratch my nails on a chalkboard because that would be easier to listen to than like this manipulative bullshit. Like the first line said, achieving an ideal weight is not about diets and deprivation, but an inner knowing of what to eat and when. And I'm like, okay, yeah, an inner knowing of what to eat and when. That kind of sounds like intuitive eating, right? So, okay, so intuitive eating for weight loss, like way to like butcher what intuitive eating is about like if you've ever read intuitive eating it is not about weight loss and they actually talk a lot about how we have to respect our body and work with our here and now body and not constantly be trying to change it so that it's just all kinds of messed up furthermore it goes on to talk about healing emotional blocks or removing emotional blocks and healing trauma and clearing limiting beliefs and doing inner child work all to make weight loss occur and while this really, really, it pisses me off. If I take a few breaths, calm down, reconnect, not be so reactive, it actually breaks my heart. And you, and the reason why is because you would think that like, you would want to heal from those things for the sake of healing them. Because healing them would improve your happiness and allow you to be more, more fully self-expressed. It would, it would improve your life, right? Like I've done a lot of work over the years in the area of like personal development and transformational healing. And, and you know, I worked with a life coach. If you listen to, I think two podcasts ago, Brandilyn, my, my life coach was on as a guest. I'm a fan of this work. I think it's super important. I do think that we want to work on healing all of those things, but we don't need to fucking work on healing those things so that we can shrink our body and look better in a bikini. I like want to hug this woman because I think that she's misguided for leading this shit and like manipulating women this way because we should want to heal those things for the sake of healing them, not so that we can change our exterior. Like, Again, bless her heart. I'm sending her so much love because she's selling transformational work and self-help work and self-love and intuitive eating and, and healing, but she's selling it as a diet because the goal is weight loss. Again, anytime weight loss is a part of the goal, then it's coming from a place of shame, of I'm not good enough. This body is not worthy. This body is not a good body. Anytime weight loss is a part of the goal, that's the where it's coming from. Because that is the definition of a diet. It's any attempt to change your body that is motivated by shame. And it typically involves changes to food, nutrition, and exercise. And it's always appearance focused with the main goal being weight loss. And it shows up as food rules and food restriction in our lives. So... Yeah, that bummed me out. <laughs> Furthermore, chronic dieting is when it goes on for years. And I feel 
lucky to no longer be caught up in dieting because I know women who are in their 40s and 50s and 60s still dieting. I hear it when I'm around my family. I hear it when I'm out at restaurants and there's a table of people next to me. I have clients in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. So I know that you don't just grow out of this. You don't just grow out of restrictive behaviors around food and restrictive thinking. And I know that unless we actively work on changing our relationship with food in our body this is going to persist and part of the reasons we don't just grow out of it is because it is so deeply ingrained in us in the western world from a very young age it's almost like an initiation that girls go through as they enter into young adulthood and then you know move on into adulthood it's kind of like oh like you've hit puberty you've hit college time to start dieting and controlling your food like time you know time to start feeling shitty about your changing body and wanting to change and manipulate your body and to be honest with you guys I'm always so surprised when I meet a woman who like didn't diet or who didn't try to lose weight like that really blows my mind but I have met a few and and if that's you listening like you're basically a unicorn to me. I like don't understand how how it happens, how you can grow up in this world and be exposed to the messages and and like have women in your life who don't feel good about their bodies and talk about their bodies the way that they do. Like how do you escape this? Like I know that that exists and if you're listening and that's you, like can you hit me up and talk to me more about how you avoided it? Like I want to know. Anyways, the reason it is so common uh, is because the reason why dieting is so common is because we live in a world that normalizes the behavior. Like we have a culture that says it's good to control your food. Like, oh, you're so self-control. You have so much discipline. Like, oh my God, you're so good. Like we kind of glamorize it in a way. And then we kind of have this overarching message of like, oh, you're bad if you're not trying to lose weight. And we were also told that like it's necessary to lose weight. Like people tell me all the time that they have to lose weight to be healthy. Right? Or like, I have to lose this weight. Or what if I have to lose this weight? And dieting seems to be the only mechanism we have to achieve this. It's like, oh, you want to get healthier? Oh, you have to lose weight. And you guys, you don't have to lose weight to get healthier. You don't. The science, the science, you guys, if you've ever read the book Health at Every Size, you don't have to lose weight to get healthier. You can get healthier by engaging in health-promoting behaviors. And my boyfriend's the perfect example. When we first started dating, his blood work came back and it was not great. And we just got new blood work back after being together like a year and, I don't know, three or four months of him really making changes to his diet. And his blood work is normal. His blood work came back normal, you guys. And guess what? He's still fat. And I'm saying that with love. He didn't really lose that much weight. He, of course, lost a little bit of weight, but he's still a big dude. But guess what, you guys? He's now considered healthy. So you don't have to lose weight to get healthy, but we want to lose weight because we want to lose weight. I got that. I am aware of the world that we live in. Again, listen to podcast number five. But what I, what I want you to see is that dieting, whether you call it that or not, is really harmful and it has a steep price. It is costing you so much in your life right now. And if you are not currently present to the cost, then I hope by the end of this podcast you see it. I really hope that you get it. 
what happens is that we get very invested in shrinking our body. We pour so much time and energy and resources into the pursuit of weight loss and getting smaller. I want you to think about how much time you spend thinking about food and shrinking your body. Pause the podcast and reflect and journal about this if you need to, right? Like notice how often it comes up in your life. Is it some of the time, all of the time? Is it the first and last thought of of the day? And how often do your family and friends bring it up? Especially as women, it's almost like dieting is expected of you. It's also like dieting is just what you do after the holidays, right? Like all of this New Year's resolution, time to get back on the wagon, nonsense. And you guys... It's nonsense. Like how many years are we going to just like the make the New Year's resolution to lose 30 pounds and then like not follow through with it every single year until the day we die? Like I know women that have been doing that for a really long time. Do you want to keep doing that? And here's the thing. The only time you can fall off the wagon is when you get on the wagon in the first place. Remove the wagon. Don't get back on the wagon. Don't set the New Year's resolution again. But we're manipulated into believing that dieting and losing weight is the answer to our problems. It's like we worship at the altar of weight loss. It's like the idea of shrinking our bodies is the way, the truth, and the light. Like literally think to yourself how many problems you think being skinnier will solve. Think about it. How many problems do you think being skinnier will solve? Do you think it'll make you happier? That you'll have better luck in dating? That you'll be taken more seriously at work? You'll be more popular? You'll be more well-liked? You'll have love? You'll have better sex? You won't be obsessed with food? And on and on and on and on. It's like this belief that like skinniness is like our thinness or weight loss is like the answer to our problems. It's woven into the fabric of our culture. And part of the reason, again, like this, this belief is not our own, right? Like we didn't make up the belief like, oh, being thinner will solve my problems. Hell no. Like you didn't pop out of the womb and think that. No, that is a result of our culture and the messaging that we've received. And it's also possible that you've had a mom who dieted who was exposed to those same messages as well. Or maybe you're a mom and you're dieting, you know, but as children, we we're we're watching we see this behavior you know like when we're young we notice the women in our lives who relate to food in their bodies this way I imagine if you just think about it right now and you reflect you probably remember your mom or your aunts or your older sister or someone talking about this talking about dieting and it's kind of like oh there's mom again doing something with weight and food you know some diet or cleanse or fast or program or whatever you know scanning barcodes pulling out the scale not eating skipping meals over exercising whatever it is we notice it and it affects us and you guys this is absolutely crazy can you just like drop in and get present to the absurdity of this of like how many people do it and the fact that they just do it their entire lives Like we're chronically dieting. You guys, it's absurd. We don't have to keep doing this anymore. Because dieting only takes away from your life. It only takes away. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Dieting only takes from you. It takes your money, your time, your brain space, your energy, your life force, your happiness, your relationships, your sense of self, your sense of self-worth, sense of self-efficacy. I mean, how many of you have felt like a failure because you can't stick to a diet or you can't keep the weight off, right? Like 
I can't think of any other industry where the products and services don't work and then the consumer blames themselves. Like, oh, something's wrong with me. It's not the product or the service. You guys, that's absurd. If this was like any other industry, there would be like class action suits and like, you know, recalls up the wazoo. But no, not in dieting. You are the one that just doesn't have willpower. Like, oh, like something's just wrong with you. You guys, it's absurd. Ugh. Diet culture and dieting, it inhibits our ability to be okay in the body we have. Right? Like the messages from diet culture just tell us that we're not good enough, that our body, you know, isn't good enough. It interrupts and inhibits our ability to be grateful for our body, no matter what it looks like. And you guys, your body, no matter what it looks like, is unbelievably miraculous. The body that you are living in and the million of, bi- of biological mechanisms that are taking place and going on inside of you at any given time and you have this incredible heart that is pumping blood full of life force giving oxygen to all of the cells of your being you guys it's incredible it is the sacred fucking container for your soul it is the container for your soul it is what has you exist on planet earth that body that you're hating allows you to be someone's daughter It allows you to be someone's sister, friend, healer, teacher. Can you just get present to that for a minute? And then we have this entire tap, like ugly tapestry that's taken over telling you that it's, that you should hate it and that it's not good enough because it doesn't look the, look a certain way. You guys dieting and diet culture does that. And if you're feeling insecure about your body, you're not alone. I've been there. Sometimes I don't love the way that my body looks. So I'm right there with you. I'm not above you. I'm with you. I've been there. You know, Stephanie Webb says that bad body image days are as common as bad hair days. We all get them and they're no big deal. And so whenever I'm not feeling great about my body or I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, "Mm, you know, it's not looking so good, whatever. I remind myself that I don't have to love the way that my body looks in order for me to love myself, to honor myself, to honor my body, or to have a kick-ass day. I can still love my body even if I don't love the way that it looks because it's the earth suit my soul inhabits. It's what allows me to be here. So I don't have to restrict my love from it based on the condition of whether or not I like the way that it looks. It's worthy of my love. I can still love my body. Okay. That was a little bit of a tangent. (laughs) This was supposed to be about dieting, not body love. Um, I know it's hard to be a woman in our culture and be completely content with the way that our body looks, to not worry about, you know, how people are going to perceive you or how they're going to judge you. And, and if we don't like the way that we look, it often influences our mood and our self-worth. And you guys, that's so much of a motivator for me. It's one of the biggest reasons why I'm so passionate about this stuff because I want women to wake up to their worth. I'm angry at our world for reducing us down to this like shiny little box, this little exterior, because we're so powerful 
as women, we're so worthy. Like we're so enough. It's, we're so enough. It's unbelievable how enough we are and how amazingly incredible and deserving we are no matter what our body looks like. Because we are so much more than just a body. You are so much more than your appearance. We're so much more than that. And it's why it's so important for us to fight this battle together. It's time to do something different. It's time to stop this insanity about food in our bodies. Like, can we stop accepting dieting as the cultural norm and the cultural good? Like, ask yourself, is this actually serving me? Is it actually helping me achieve my goals? And what are my goals? Do I want to really lose weight? Or do I just want what I think weight loss is going to give me access to? You know, should we be doing something else with food? How can I gain access to the things that I want without losing weight? You guys, dieting does not work. We know this. Food restriction and food rules only cause more problems. You know, if you rewind time and take a look at when your messed up relationship with food began, it probably you know, started with not liking the way that your body looked and wanting to make some changes and then it just snowballed into this big hairy problem. And it's crazy. And I want to share with you guys a metaphor that I think is so potent and so powerful. Um, a while ago, a while back, I was listening to this to the Food Psych podcast with Christy Harrison and she was interviewing this guy named Alan Levinovitz. And I, I'm definitely not saying that right. Um, he is a <laughs> he's a religious scholar and a journalist who has written extensively about how diet culture has really become like a religion. And I want to share this parallel with you because I think it's pretty incre- it's pretty crazy, and it helps illustrate the insanity of all of this and the absurdity of it. And so think about religion for a minute. And uh, just to give you some background, my mom's Jewish, my dad's Catholic. I was raised Lutheran. Like you know, I went to catechism and confirmation and first communion and I went to a Catholic school and all of that and that's the religion I know the most about so I'm going to use that one as the reference um religion has a set of rules that we need to follow so you know it's the 10 commandments in you know the Catholic or the Christian based faiths and kind of like if you believe in God and you follow all of the rules then you get to get into heaven so when we break the rules, we end up feeling bad about ourselves. And we're kind of told that we, sh- we, we should feel bad, right? Like we shouldn't break those rules. So if we do, we, you know, we need to repent and ask for forgiveness for our sins. And, you know, connect more. It's been a while since I've been in church. So bear with me here. Um, <laughs> you know, like we need to repent and connect more to the spirit and like get back on the spiritual path, whatever. Um, you know, on the path of God. And we go to church and we meet other people. So we have this community and we all have the same beliefs and we're all following the same rules and we're all holding ourselves accountable and reinforcing those rules. And and yeah, so we have this whole community that's supporting us as well. And if you think about diets, each diet, just like each religion, has its own set of rules too. So Weight Watchers, Paleo, Keto, South Beach, Atkins, if it fits your macros, whatever. They all have their own rules too. And if we follow those rules, then we're going to get whatever is promised, right? Whatever the promised outcome of that diet is. You know, typically weight loss. Maybe it's a certain amount of weight loss in a certain amount of time. You know, like lose 30 pounds in three weeks, whatever it is. And then when we break a diet rule, 
We typically feel bad about ourselves, right? We're told that it's our fault. We don't have willpower and we need to repent. We need to make up for it, right? Like we need to get back on the diet path instead of the spiritual path. We need to get back on the wagon. We need to make up for it. And like the church, we band together with other people who are on the same diet for support and accountability. Just look at like any diet hashtag and you'll see there's these big communities about it. And also like religion, different people with different beliefs will like fight against one another right like we've had so many wars over religion it's like my religion's right no your religion's right back and forth same with diets right like how many people who are like vegan or paleo or keto or whatever will like fight back and forth and tell you like no eating this way is right no eating this way is right you guys aside from community and accountability which I think are great things dieting and weight loss has taken on this like religious effect right like we're worshiping at the altar of weight loss like we are worshiping at the altar of God right if I find God I'll be saved if I lose weight I'll be saved are you getting this parallel like are you seeing this this metaphor let that sink in this is ridiculous this is absurd it's ridiculous to relate to food in your body this way. You guys, dieting, is it's just ridiculous. We don't have to do this anymore. We don't have to keep dieting. We don't have to keep trying all of these different things and searching for the miss- missing piece and like, oh, I'm just going to try harder next time. You don't have to keep doing this. And I want to address an ele- the elephant in the room. And I think that is that some of you think that you are not dieting because you're just trying to eat healthy or you tell yourself it's not a diet because it's about health and yada, yada, yada. I get told all of the time by women, they're like, well, I don't really diet. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure that you don't diet? Um, okay. I kind of want to call BS, right? Like you might say that it's all about health, but like deep down you're probably thinking to yourself like, God, please let me lose two, you know, 20 pounds by eating salad. So we use health as our front for weight loss. And the main reason this is so common is because we have erroneously linked weight to health in our culture. So when people tell me it's about health or that it's a lifestyle change, I know that that is a euphemism for weight and diet. And if you're not sure what euphemism means, it's a mild or indirect word or expression substituted for one considered to be too harsh or blunt when referring to something unpleasant or embarrassing. So we know that diets don't work, so we don't want to say that we're dieting. We just say we're eating healthy or we're eating a lifestyle change. And we don't, we all know intellectually that it's not really about like what makes us worthy and makes us awesome is not the way that we look, right? Like we know intellectually like, oh, it's, it's what's on the inside that counts. But we actually really want to look good on the outside. But we might be too embarrassed to say that we just want to lose weight and look good. So we say that we want to be healthy, And I'm not judging you or being condescending if this is where you're at. I truly have been where you are at. And I love you so much. And that is why I'm sharing this with you today. I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm trying to have you wake up. I'm trying to have you wake up to the absurdity of this. Of the fact that we do this for as like a culture. And we do it for so long. It's so insidious. So if you're resonating with this, if you're believing any of this, then I want to ask you to give it up, to stop doing it. Dieting is toxic. It doesn't work. If it worked, we wouldn't need to keep going back to it. 
If it actually was something good, it wouldn't cause so much stress and anxiety in our lives. But it's totally emotionally demeaning and emotionally draining. Again, dieting only takes from you. It reinforces this narrative that you are unworthy, unlovable, unable to follow rules, that you have no willpower, that you can't be trusted around food, that your body is wrong. It places food and weight before your health, happiness, and sanity. You guys, how many of you feel like totally crazy with food? (sighs) Dieting makes us feel like we're not there yet. Like we can't be happy and at peace yet. And if you put faith in dieting, then you will never reach that peace or happiness ever. It's always just out of reach, right? Like we always have more. We just, we're we're like always, we're always, you know, looking or searching or trying again. But we're not going to reach that real peace and happiness until we're truly ready to give it up and try something else. When our goals with food are fear-based or shame-based, weight-based, appearance-based, we will always be stuck and unhappy. And, it, and again, like you might be on a diet and it might go well for some time, but it's just a matter of time before it all falls, falls apart again and you're back on the market looking for the latest diet trend or the latest new way of eating, that missing piece. You're like Googling around for weight, watch, you know, I'm sorry, weight loss recipes or paleo recipes or whatever. Like fuck that. You're not missing any pieces. There's no magic thing you haven't discovered yet out there in diet land. Give up that story. You have the answers within you. You are already good enough. Diet culture has just put blinders on you. So you're struggling to see your worth and you're struggling to trust your body. Diet culture teaches you not to trust your body, not to trust your hunger. It literally teaches you to have a messed up relationship with food and it reinforces this narrative about hating your body and I'm asking you to snap out of it to wake up to it to cut this shit out you don't have to keep doing this there is another way a way where you can be who you really are without constantly trying to change where you can be at peace with food and your body without continually continuing to try to shrink your body And there's no short answered solution to this. It takes time and practice and typically the help of a professional. But I want you to ask yourself, is this what you want to keep doing? Is dieting, whether you call it that or not, but following food rules and restriction, probably followed by some binge eating, is that what you want to keep doing with your life? Or is your life about so much more? What's your purpose here on planet Earth? What motivates you? What inspires you? What do you care about? You were put here for so much more than to lose weight and be nice to look at. And I care so much about you and that you hear this message and that you start doing something about it. So if you believe this and it resonates with you, then start taking action in your life. I would love it if the next time you're standing in the mirror unhappy with the way that you look and you immediately start having those thoughts of like, oh, I should give up sugar or gluten or go on a detox or a juice cleanse or skip dessert or go on Whole30 or whatever it is that you say to yourself. I should start doing, you know, 10 squats every time I go to the bathroom, whatever it is. (laughs) But if your gut instinct is that you need to follow rules and you shame yourself, I want you to really think about what you are actually doing. And ask yourself, what would it look like to not diet? What would it look like to not have food rules? What would be possible for me if I wasn't thinking about food and weight all day long? What would I be doing with all that brain space and time and energy? 
You get to create the life you are living and you get to create your relationship with food. You do not have to keep outsourcing what your body is already really good at and designed to do. And that's help you eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full and naturally crave nutrient-dense foods mixed in with some fun play foods. You can trust yourself. I know that this takes time. I know it's not easy. I know this. But if you are serious about wanting to make a change, you're welcome to reach out to me. Like hit me up for a discovery call on my website, karaskitchen.net. Go to the work with me tab. Apply for one. I'd love to help you. I would love to help you. So if you're feeling called or you're curious about what it would be like, act on that intuitive ping. You have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Um, I want to let you know that I just created a free online training video series that further expands on everything that I talk about and everything that I teach about. Um, it's called Make Peace with Food. And if you go to karaskitchen.net, it's right there on the homepage. You can sign up for the free video training series and it will actually send the videos directly to your inbox. Um, so if you are curious to learn more about how you can really make peace with food and really change your relationship with food and change, just change your life. Uh, this is a really great place to start. Go ahead, um, go sign up for that. Again, totally free. I created it just for you. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes as well. That'll take you directly to like the registration page. As of now, I only plan on having that, the video training series available for the month of December. So don't wait. Go sign up for the video training series. You get three awesome training videos sent directly to your inbox. You'll get some weekly coaching emails. Uh, but I am going to take down that free video training series come January. So don't wait. Go sign up for it. I really think that you're going to learn a lot. Um, all right. I hope this podcast was helpful. I hope this topic was helpful. It's kind of loaded. I'm super passionate about it. I really just think that it's crazy that like we just live in this world where like dieting is the thing that we just do. You guys, we don't have to keep doing this shit. There is a better way. This is like probably one of the few examples where the grass really is greener on the other side. So much greener and more and and more lovely and more enjoyable. And it's just incredible when we no longer diet. The amount of freedom and spaciousness in your life that is now available, that is created by giving up dieting, by unlearning diet culture and reconnecting to ourselves and our body and our woven in wisdom. It's incredible. It's so worth it. Um, okay. If this was helpful, please go leave a ratings and review on iTunes. That would mean so much to me. Pretty please. If you liked this, share it on Instagram, on Instagram stories, or send it to a friend or a loved one who needs to hear it. There are so many women and men who need to hear this message, whose lives would dramatically improve if they would just give up dieting. You're, you only have stuff to gain. You have a whole incredible life full of freedom and joy and self-expression and happiness. 
and spaciousness and peace by giving up dieting. It's incredible. Um, All right. I love you. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. 